0: Alright, guys. 8:36. On a very, very cold Thursday night. The rain has slowed down a little bit from a couple hours ago, but, you know, a lot of talk about Didi Gregorius. And the New York Yankees not offering him a qualifying offer of around $17, 18000000 million. And, and ultimately, it looks like the Yankees are letting Diddy go, which I think is a smart decision. Especially when you really don't want to go over the luxury tax. But you want to try to get Cole or Strasburg and try to get a start at maybe Zach Wheeler. And, and you can use that money in good hand Now... We know the Yankees have a lot of injuries this past year, but for depth reasons, I don't think it makes sense. You know, if you didn't have a shortstop, I would tell you to resign him. But you put Torres at short, Gio at third, with DJ at second, and your depth could be and Duhar, and you have at first base, you could put Luke Voigt there, you could stick Ford in there. Stanton. We don't know about his health, so you could always have some of these guys go for DH. When you have the outfield, you got Judge Hickson, probably gone. You know, what really got me very upset in the Yankees series against Houston. Number three hitter, for the most part, was Michael Brantley for the Astros. It is so important to have a hitter like that—not just a home run hitter, but a guy that can get you extra base hits, contact hitter. I think Didi Gregorius is a good contact hitter. Doesn't strike out much. He's got a little bit of pop. He can get extra base hits. He can hit in the clutch. And I think Didi should have been playing at a batting number three. And by the fact that you had Brett Gardner batting number three in game six, I'm not even getting started. I don't even want to go on the rant again. I, 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 it's it's over and over again already. It doesn't end. It really doesn't end. But Didi should have played, uh, should have batted third instead of nine. Ugh, I'm yawning. I'm exhausted. Whew. Well, this is the only thing that keeps me awake, so... We'll have to continue. The New York Yankees yet again failed to reach the World Series. In an utter disappointment, and I would even call it a disastrous year, when you go ahead and call yourself the best team in the league, numerous occasions you have people calling into different shows and friends and people that I know and everybody. Let's be honest. Everyone thought this team was going to go to the World Series. Everyone thought this is the year, especially when Washington beat Los Angeles and then went ahead and just wiped the floor with St. Louis. You know, people were very optimistic and said, you know what, this is our year. Play against the Nationals. What's the big deal? We'll beat them. They couldn't beat the Houston Astros, which... By no means are not a great team. Probably the best team in baseball overall. But the bottom line is, the Yankees failed again. They didn't make it to the World Series. In a game where DJ LaMejo, I mean, how special and gifted is this? I mean, unbelievable pickup of the Yankees. Don't get me wrong. You can praise Cashman all you want, though. You know, a general manager is only judged on results. That's the bottom line. You know, you can bring in superstars, and you can bring up from the farm system guys that are hitting in the regular season like crazy, but when it comes to postseason, if these guys don't perform, you look from top to bottom. You don't look at just the players, but you say, okay, we made a wrong decision. We got players that are good in the regular season, non-pressure games, but when it comes to pressure games, these guys can't hit. And Aaron Judge has proven that. Sorry to say it, guys. Aaron Judge ain't a clutch player. And when I hear Yankee fans say, Oh, Aaron Judge is, I knew Derek Jeter. Not even close. Derek Jeter was a clutch hitter. Contact hitter. Hall of Fame. Anonymously. A guy that brought so many championships, so much pride, dignity, and happiness to Yankee fans all around the world. The World, we say. He was a phenomenon. He was like the Michael Jordan. Uh, 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 um, uh, not obviously not to that degree, but he was like uh, he was a big deal. Put it that way. Derek Jeter. I mean, who doesn't know Derek Jeter of the New York Yankees? Number two. And when he came up, right away he produced and he showed clutch. Clutch is huge, and it's either you got it or you don't. That's my opinion either you got it or you don't. Glaber Torres in big situations couldn't pull through. I understand he's in his second year. Aaron Boone and Brian Cashman made one of the worst decisions in the history of postseason by not having Luke Voigt play and letting Edwin Encarnacion show up and go like what? Two for, two for, two for 20? At one RBI, all series. I mean, what a absolute joke this guy was in that series what an absolute joke and i screamed right away i screamed right away and i said why in the world is edwin in and luke are because it works you know it's, it's it's a what have you done for me lately type of thing nonsense luke void helped you make the playoffs last year luke Voit is a good baseball player i wouldn't say he's great but he's a good solid baseball player that could have helped you in this series And Luke Voigt's known to come up with big hits. Although it's the regular season, but he comes up in clutch situations. And you go ahead and say, we don't need Luke Voigt, we have Edwin. And then when asked why Giancarlo Stanton didn't play in game six, and this answer got me riled up so much. And the answer was, Giancarlo Stanton did not start this game because we wanted him to be Fully healthy, 100% World Series. See, that's the cockiness that the Yankees think they have now. That's the talk that Yankees would have talked in the 90s, in the 70s, but hell no, in the in the, in the 2000, in the 2000 uh, after 2010 and on. Let's just say, or even after 2000, you guys won World Series, you know, two World Series in 20 years. Ain't that great, if the Yankees? Look at history, ain't that great? But the bottom line is, when I heard that comment, I said, you know what? This team is not for real. They don't really have the necessary. They don't have the mindset to necessary, you know, to win now. You know, all we're gonna hear is, ah, oh, you know, we don't need a starting pitcher. We don't need this. We have a bullpen. It was just guys that are situational hit, guys that are situation, you know. When are we gonna see a change? In 09, we know what happened. The Yankees bought themselves a pennant. Let's be real. They did. They bought themselves a pennant. Offensively and even pitching wise with CC. And the bottom line is the Yankees have stopped that. And now they're trying to build within. Like they did with Jeta, with Bernie Williams, Tino Martinez and all these other guys on the New York Yankees roster. But the problem is, is they don't have the heart. They don't have the heart, the attitude, the winning attitude. You look at the Yankees' dugout, it looks dead throughout the whole postseason. The Yankees are not an exciting team. The Yankees are not. It's the regular season. They know they're making the playoffs. Yankee fans, I... Every boy Yankee fan that I know, nobody watches the games for the most part. Yeah, you see a hit here, you see a home run here, but no one cares. Especially the older generation. Nobody cares anymore. Because they're so used to winning championships, it's like another joke right now. It's like the Knicks. It's almost like the Knicks. When you're talking about not winning championships, obviously the Knicks to a much higher level. They haven't won in many years. It's a much different situation, but you, you got to feel like, oh, my God, we haven't won in such a long time. You know, who cares about the regular season? We're waiting for the playoffs. But then the playoffs come, and the excitement's not there, which is exactly my point. When you don't have that excitement at the regular season, and you don't have the heart, the passion, and you're laid back and cocky, and you you know what got me very upset with the Yankees was two weeks, three weeks before the playoffs, well, the Yankees were just rolling, they benched most of their starting relievers. And they sat them for load management purposes. They wanted them to be prepared for the for the playoffs. The bottom line is. The bottom line is, I don't know what to, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. The Yankees have. Disappointed their fans, their city. And I ain't a Yankee fan. Far from it. But when you go around baseball and you say, okay, what's the classiest organization? It ain't the Yankees anymore. You can make a case it's the Astros. You can make a case it's other teams. But the Yankees are not known to be the dynamic force that they once were. The Yankees... Make it every year to the playoffs and fail. And every year there's a different excuse. Oh, this guy's in his second year. This guy's in his first year. This guy's in his third year. I don't want to hear it anymore. I'm sick and tired of hearing it, quite frankly. And it all goes to how the mindset is in the organization and how Brian Cashman has to really look himself in the mirror and say, you know what, we got to make the necessary moves to win. Instead of, you know, trying to prove... You see, Brian Cashman right now, and we all know it, is trying to prove to any, everybody that he doesn't need to sign anybody or make any trades. He can just build within and win a championship. It doesn't always work. This is not the San Francisco Giants. When you had Bumgarner, you had Tim Lincecum, Matt Kane, you had Cy Young Award winners all on one team. And the issue is, and the real big issue is, is Brian Cashman doesn't believe in that. He doesn't believe that a Cy Young Award winner, a, a stud pitcher is what it takes to go ahead and win a penalty, which I, I think is absurd. And I scream this all the past two, three years. I'm screaming. I'm screaming all day about this. Get a starting pitcher right away. No matter who it is, get a stud starting pitcher. And I don't care if they're not available. Make them available. Give them an offer they can't refuse Do you want to win a championship or not? Look at the Chicago Cubs. And I say this all the time. What the Chicago Cubs did was given away possibly a Hall of Famer in Glaber Torres. He's a possible Hall of Famer, no doubt. A guy that can go 300 every year with over 30 home runs and 100 RBIs. Very nicely. You can say that right off the top of the bat right now. It's only two years, but you can see it. This kid is a stud. He's an unbelievable player. He's a very decent defender. I think he'll get better. I think he has it. And the Cubs said, we know he's a top prospect, but we want to win now. We're sick of losing. And the Yankees are saying to themselves, we've won so many World Series. We've won 20. So we're not willing to give up our whole future. What whole future? I don't care if it's Glaber Torres. I don't care if it's Arshela. Give an offer from Bumgarner that you can't. Have them refuse, and it's no shock that no one wants to play for the Yankees. The Yankees are not the same dynasty, dynamic force that they used to be. That's the same. that's the bottom line, and that's what this whole show will represent. The Yankees are the team that will make it to the postseason. They remind me a little bit of a little bit of the Chargers back in the day. That every year they had a great team, making it every year, and they got killed. Or maybe the Colts—they only won one year, but they were in it every year toward the AF. They couldn't be Brady, couldn't be Brady, couldn't be Brady. Listen, what you have to understand is, what you have to understand is—is this Yankees? This Yankees team is not heading into the right direction. And I'll tell you why. As much as they have Aaron Judge, Gio Urshela, Glaber Torres, DJ LeMayu, the list goes on of their offensive guys, Brian Cashman no longer wants to win by doing what's necessary. He wants to prove. He wants to take on a challenge. And he wants to tell everybody, I can win without signing and spending a lot of money on getting the necessary need with my in-house guys, with my judge, with my staff. With my Arshella, which is not really in-house, was a trade. Toros, which is not even a trade. But you can say in-house to the fact that they didn't play that long in the league. I took a shot on Arshella, and he nailed it. Luke Voigt, you thought he would give some loyalty. Apparently not. But I'm ending off the show and saying this. We'll talk about the Mets a different day. Today was all about the Yankees. And the Yankees can win. And, you know... I had a guy call up Mike Francesa yesterday and asked him if the Yankees sign Garrett Cole as an automatic win. Basically, that was the question. And he said, no, you can't know. I'm telling you now, Garrett Cole and the Yankees, it's an automatic win. I'm telling you right now. Because that's the one thing that the Yankees are missing and you don't even know it. You're too arrogant to know it, Cashman, and all you want to show people is, is that you are the best general manager by not getting these big guys through free agency or trades. Even though you got Stanton, what a dumb trade. What a dumb... Stanton could move this team back many years. That's how bad this trade was. Derek Jeter was laughing. Derek Jeter was laughing at this trade. Astoundingly. Getting rid of a guy that can't stay on the field for more than 20 games in a year. Anyway, have a great night, guys. It's 8.52. And... Hope you enjoy the show. Keep listening. Have a great night.